Today on episode number 579 of the School of Podcasting, we have a phenomenal, because of my podcast story, who someone three years ago started a podcast, now he's making a six-figure income. And so that led me to the thought of just what an opportunity a podcast is. So we're going to talk about opportunities and how you can take advantage of them with your podcast. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the program, I'm going to help you massage your message. I'm going to help you tackle that technology, face your fears, flatten the learning curve, and get you on the road to not just podcasting, because you can go watch a bunch of old outdated YouTube videos and learn how to podcast the wrong way. I'm going to get you podcasting the right way. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. You can use the coupon code LISTENER, and that'll save on your first month. If you keep listening, I got a better coupon in just a bit. But first off, I always like to start off the show. If you can answer this question, because of my podcast, blank. Something happened, you talked to somebody, something happened in your life that wouldn't have happened unless you had a podcast. Well, today we've got, uh, he's had about three or four of these. He just keeps getting more and more opportunities. He's a great guy. He's a member of the School of Podcasting, and uh, his name is Darren Dake. He does the Coroner podcast. So if you're into, like, CSI, that's what he is. He's a crime scene investigator, works with morgues, all sorts of fun stuff. And uh, check out what's going on in the world of the Coroner Talk podcast. Well, hello, Dave Jackson. Hey, listen, Darren Dake here with the Coroner Talk podcast, the only podcast in iTunes dedicated to the men and women working in the field of death investigation. I say that so often now that it just kind of rolls off the tongue. I wanted to give you a little story about my podcast story, which I know you like to hear from listeners sometimes, but I want to go back a little bit and tell you a story where, where this journey has started and where it is now, because I really think a lot of your listeners might want to hear this type of progression. So I started podcasting in 2013. And I started out as a solo show, uh, quickly brought on a co-host. Uh, it was called Engaging Life and Leadership. Uh, it had great information. It had really good content, but the production quality was okay. In fact, you were on the show one time, and it, it was okay. It, it, it was an okay show, and I did what I could with the, the audio and things like that, and it sounded pretty good. I'm not saying it's all that bad. Certainly uh, not to the quality that it is today. But that show, although it was a little, uh, it was Christian based and it was leadership based, business based, it wasn't my passion. I mean, I, I, I'm a leader. I'm a, in business. All of that's true. It, but that really wasn't my passion. My passion was being a death investigator, coroner, uh, medical legal death investigator, police officer. That's what my passion is. I've done that for over 30 years. I love every day of it. And, and I enjoy doing what I do, regardless of how disgusting it might be or scary it might be for other people. However, I hadn't podcasted about that. All right, so I'm going to jump in here. So notice he put his toe in the water, tested it, and that show wasn't bad that he did, but it wasn't his passion. It wasn't something he really wanted to talk about all the time. It wasn't something that, you, you know what I mean by passionate. You just, you get tingly. you just like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to tell this guy about this. And it's just, you think about it, you do it all the time. So, but 
that first podcast was an opportunity to learn that that was not his passion. Do you understand that wasn't a failure? That was a test that at the end of it concluded, this was not what I should be doing. Now, listen to what happened when he started doing what he wanted to do. And it's such a niche show. Check this out. So finally, I come to a point with Engaging Life and Leadership that my co-host and I, uh, we dissolved that podcast, had a great goodbye show. And it was like two months after I started Coroner Talk. Now, Coroner Talk is three years old as of now. This is August of 2017. I started Coroner Talk August of 2014. Okay, Darren, I'm just going to keep jumping in, buddy. I'm sorry. Notice he didn't say three days. He didn't say three weeks. He didn't say three months. He said three years. And I'm starting to notice a pattern. You know, I had Natalie Ekdahl from Biz Chicks on here. I've had numerous people on here, and it seems like they hit certain levels of success around the three-year mark. I'm not saying that you you have to podcast for three years to get success. I'm just starting to notice that some people are like, wow, do I have a because of my podcast story? It's around the three-year mark. I'm just saying, just in case you're on like month number six, I'm just noticing that. I would love to get your feedback on that. Meanwhile, back at Darren. It's been three years, and it's really hard to believe that it's been three years producing a weekly show. Now, I'm not going to say that I haven't missed a week here or there, and I'm not going to say that I haven't repurposed some great old content um, because our shows are very relevant. We talk about the, the topic of death investigation from the scene work, but also their home life and things like that. So I have repurposed some things because of travel and stuff like that. Now, because of my podcast part. So again, I started in 13, had a show for a while, and two, three years ago this month, uh, August 2014, started Corner Talk. Now, at that time, all I had was a podcast, and I had a passion to bring training to the world of death investigators, both in the police and the coroner side. Didn't know exactly what that meant worldwide, but I started producing. I started making contacts, and amazingly, it started to grow. And the podcast grew. It's slow, but it started to grow consistently. Uh, I believe my last download totals, uh, and I don't want to share them, I believe it's around 15,000 downloads a month. Uh, now, I'm sure that can be a lot higher. And there's some people out there that wish they had that. Others say that's nothing. But 15,000 downloads a month that, uh, in the majority of the United States. Of course, there's other countries involved there as well. But some of those uh, months were down a little bit because I might have skipped a week, which is which is rare. I, I For the most part, I think I've only in three years skipped like two weeks, three weeks. But anyway, as progression went, the podcast started to grow and be. And I got noticed, but not only for the job that I did, but also for the podcast. And then, you know, I was asked to be a training director for the for my state's death investigation team uh, for the state association. And then uh, that grew into some other things. And and so and then I've start, wrote a book, a couple of investigation books uh, that I've um talked about on the show and and that has led me then not only the podcast but a couple of those books that led me to being able to speak at conferences and mostly the podcast has done that because i talk about going to conferences and they hear my training they hear my voice they hear my enthusiasm so they bring me to conferences i've been back a couple of times to the same conference over the last couple of years and now here we are in 2017 in june of 2017 i was in four different states speaking uh, now some people may not want to do that i i found it very interesting 
And, you know, we have a podcast, I'm correct, we have this podcast, which is growing, but we have a, a, an academy, Death Investigation Training Academy, which we do a lot of online training. I have built a large amount of courses, online courses, and then I created a flagship course called Medical Legal Death Investigation Online Academy or Coroner School. That is a course that has all of my individual courses in it, plus extra stuff, and it's like an eight-week online program. It's a massive course. But that course sells very well, and it's a little bit pricey. Uh, I think it's $700, $695. But all of that to tie it up into this. So because of my podcast, I am now on track to have a six-figure income from the online training and the speaking engagements that I do. And the majority of that is from the online training. The courses that I, I produced, I've done once. I've done the best job I could at them, made them very, very good trainings. And now they're there to be used. So $100,000 for three years worth of doing a podcast and growing and stepping and growing and stepping is nothing really to sneeze at. But the point about all of this is, number one, it's not overnight. Number two, it's not always easy. And number three, you have to be consistent. And I think I'm going to switch it around. Instead of number four, say number one again is your audience must come first. Everything you do, if you're having a niche podcast, your audience, people you serve must come first. And then things will start falling into place, however you want to monetize, whatever you want to do, to go from beginning a podcast and barely knowing how to use a microphone to a six-figure income uh, because of my podcast is pretty fantastic. And Dave Jackson, I owe a lot of it to you from listening to your shows, uh, taking part in some of the things that you offer. And so, Dave, thank you. Thank you very much for what you do and helping me to grow my community and to reach out and help those in the death investigation industry. And, of course, the six figures a year certainly doesn't hurt anything. Thank you, Dave. Have a great day again, buddy. I appreciate everything you do. Darren, thank you so much for sending that in. Uh, I, I will talk more about this towards the end of the show. I've had a really crappy day today, and this is the first time I've listened to this whole message. And uh, it's cool that I had, you know, I'm going to put, if you could put your fingers up just a little bit. Yeah, I've had that much in aiding to your success. Six figures is, that's cool. That is really Really cool. So, Darren, thank you so much for for sending that in. If you can answer that question, because of my podcast, blank, I would love to hear it. I also want to say this, because I have a structure that I save these in. If you have sent me one of those and I never played it, please let me know. I, I give you permission to smack me upside the head and say, hey, Dave, what happened to the one I sent in? Because I have a, a system and I just went through it and I'm like, wait, did I did I play that one? I'm not really sure. So if I have somehow misplaced your because of my podcast story, please let me know. I I don't think I have, but I'm not 100% uh, certain on that one. So thank you again so much, Darren. And so what we're going to talk about today, this is going to be a short show. So like I said, it's been a very weird day. And we're going to talk about opportunities. And I've got a couple tips on these. And, and some of them, I want to just start off with some quotes. So we're going to kind of get this, this is not a microphone technology kind of day. This is very much more a cerebral kind of day because I've, I've spent the whole day in a very cerebral kind of day. And so I've got some cool quotes here about opportunities. Winston Churchill, now these are all according to the internet, 
So take that for what it's worth. Winston Churchill. And it seems like, are you guys ready for a 10 second tangent? There's a really cool movie about Winston Churchill coming out. I was in the movies this weekend. I watched uh, Dunkirk, really interesting movie. And uh, they showed a preview of a movie about Churchill, who seems like a kind of a podcaster kind of guy. Didn't really follow the the rules and, and stepped out of bounds quite a bit. But he says, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity. An optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. So that's that whole Michael Hyatt, okay, Kaka has hit the fan. What does this enable me to do? Thomas Edison, I love this one. We often miss opportunity because it's dressed in overalls and looks like work. I was just on a episode of the Podcasters Roundtable. That is just show from Ray Ortega. And he also has myself on as a co-host and Daniel J. Lewis from the audacitypodcast.com on that. And we were talking about being found and findability and is there a discoverability problem in, in podcasting? And Daniel said something that I thought was very, like, again, very cerebral. I went, you know what? That's a good point. And the fact is, it's not that there's a problem being found. The problem is, is that it takes work to be found. Like to find a really good podcast sometimes can take a while. I do a show called the Podcast Rodeo Show where I just randomly select podcasts. And I really, I, I for a while, I sounded like a grumpy old guy. I hated every one of them, but they just weren't that great. And so, again, opportunity a lot of times is dressed in overalls and it looks like work and we go, I'm not doing that. Okay, failure is only the opportunity more intelligently to begin again, said Henry Ford. Failure is only the opportunity more intelligently to begin again. And so Darren started another podcast. He just didn't do it about leadership. Oprah Winfrey. I know some of you are like, ugh, he's going to quote Oprah. It says, I believe that every single event in life happens in an opportunity to choose love over fear. And I thought about that one a second. And usually opportunities that come along, there is a fear element there because you're probably doing something maybe that you haven't done before. I remember when I was asked to be the director of podcasting for the New Media Expo, I'd never done anything like that. Now, I knew how to grade things and set up a kind of a, a list of like, here's the criteria. And so I just took my 20 years of being a teacher and said, all right, well, let's set up some criteria for speakers, their content. And I just went through and graded them and said, all right, you're in the absolutely pile. You're in the maybe pile. You're in the mm -mm, I don't think so pile. And so I overcame my fear and I just did it. And I called on some mentors. We'll talk about that a little later as well today, because I had a mentoring thing yesterday that I was like, wow, why don't people do this? Thomas Edison said, unfortunately, there seems to be far more opportunity out there than ability. We should remember that good fortune often happens when opportunity meets preparation. Mignon Fogarty, Hall of Fame podcaster, you might know her as Grammar Girl, she was on Oprah and she wasn't really prepared. They just kind of plucked her out of nowhere and said, hey, get Grammar Girl. Well, she wanted to have a book to plug. So luckily, she had really good show notes. They took her show notes and threw it at an editor and turned it into a book. So she had a book to plug when she went on Oprah. So sometimes it's that preparation that when you do get an opportunity comes in handy. Uh, Jamie Buckley, I have no idea who Jamie Buckley is. 
There comes a moment in every life when the universe presents you with an opportunity to rise to your potential, an open door that only requires the heart to walk through. Seize it and hang on. The choice is never simple. It's never easy. It's not supposed to be. But those who travel this path have always looked back and realized that the test was always about the heart. The rest is just practice. And I saw that and was like, you know what? That really is about it. Because the only way to get better at podcasting is to podcast. And there are so many people now that are thinking about, well, they're doing this big launch plan and they've got like a team of 50 all right, maybe not 50, but I've got this person and that person. We're going to launch it on August 22nd and the, the heavens will, and it's like, whoa, easy. Because in the end, however many episodes you have, you're going to get better the more you do it. Brian Tracy said, spend 80% of your time focusing on the opportunities of tomorrow rather than the problems of yesterday. And that's what I want to point out here is There are times when you have made a mistake in the past, and I'm here to tell you that your life is not defined by yesterday's mistakes, and I'm just going to pull back the curtain here. I spent a large chunk of today, I I moved back to Akron, Ohio. I I lived in Cleveland for eight years. I moved back and uh, went to my old church today. And uh, saw a friend there that I hadn't, don't don't see a whole lot. I've known her since I was 16. We go way, way back. And uh, she's a flaming alcoholic. And for all I know, she was drunk in church. I don't know. And she just kept calling me today. And it's my first wife was a alcoholic. Uh, I was married to her for 10 years, and the last three years were just not a lot of fun. You cannot argue with an alcoholic, just for the record. And uh, this person, I believe, has convinced herself that she has no value because of mistakes she has made in the past. And we've all made mistakes. And I spent a large chunk of today, A, (laughs) trying to understand what she was saying, because it was almost unintelligible. Luckily she was home. She wasn't out. Um, but she has convinced herself that she is a piece of crap for lack of a better phrase. And that's why she's drinking and she's got a really nice husband. I'm kind of like, why are you calling me? But, um, it was taxing and it it really brought back a a lot of interesting memories from the days when I was married to somebody who kind of did that all the time. Um, and so, I see that as an opportunity. Uh, It's kind of odd that I just happened to go back to my old church today. It was kind of odd that she just happened to be there. I I don't call that a coincidence. And so I, I get put into a lot of positions. The last band I was in, they called me Reverend Jackson. And I realize we're, we're drifting here. So we're going to take a little 15 second tangent here. I was in a band and when I joined the drummer, had a bracelet around his ankle because he was on, I think, DUI number three. Everybody in the band had multiple DUIs and I didn't even drink. I don't mind. I I will have a beer every now and then, but I'm not much of a drinker, especially when I'm playing, because to me, that's not professional to get messed up. So I can't play. And uh, so I just seem to get put into positions where 
I have to help people who have a serious drinking problem. And it's not a great position to be in, but for some reason, my invisible sky buddy uh, keeps putting me there. So what I want to talk about today, as we get back to the topic of opportunities, is the fact that so many people are scared to start. You're scared of what people are going to say. We had uh, Alexandra on, who does uh, Life with Herpes. She's not getting any negative comments. Uh, we had Philip Keller on, who does a show about his Invisible Sky Buddy and Real People, Real Miracles. He's not really getting any negative feedback. Most of the time, you don't get negative feedback. And most podcasters are doing something because they love it. You're choosing love over fear. And Darren loves helping people do better crime scene investigation. It's just his passion. And he's helping people. So there are opportunities here. And I want to talk about an opportunity that I really, really messed up with. You ready for this one? Okay. I do a show off and on. It's one of those shows that I started that's kind of a test show. I am, uh, what? let's see, that one I'm testing off sound, which is not, it's an okay platform. I do not put it in the same ranks as Libsyn, Blueberry, Spreaker, and Podbean. The The stats are a little clunky. It's okay. It's an okay thing. It's not a horrible platform, but it's not in my top five. And I can't really explain why. I would just have to. But but at any rate, I do this show called The Alexa Cast. And it's all about uh, the woman in the tube. For those of you that own one, I won't say it because I'll set off your thing. But it's the Amazon Echo thing. So I have a whole bunch of people that listen to that show that have an Amazon Echo Dot Tap, et cetera, et cetera. And they had Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day, where they had all these really cool mucho savings kind of things. And I have an audience of people who are connected. In some cases, they can order with their mouth to Amazon. And I heard, you know, hey, Amazon Prime Day is whatever it was, next Thursday, Friday, whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Prime Day. I should probably think about doing something like that. I wasn't really prepared. Didn't really think about it. And it wasn't until the next day I was like, oh, you idiot. You idiot. You have a whole audience, not a huge audience, hundreds of people listen to that show. And they're already tied to Amazon. Why didn't you? And I did a little. I mean, I did like the last minute. It was like, hey, if you haven't bought any of this. So I blew that opportunity. And so that's going to happen from time to time. I actually went out. I'll put links to these. There are. uh, So let's go back to something. I did take advantage of an opportunity. The Messengers is a documentary about podcasting. It's called The Messengers, a podcast documentary. and. Right now, it's getting ready to be launched on iTunes. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash the messengers, remember I said I had a better coupon for you? Schoolofpodcasting.com slash the messengers. Pre-order the movie. It's $5.99. Take a screenshot of it. Email it to Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. In the subject line, put I have a message and then put your name and then put the screenshot. I will give you a coupon for 40% off your first six months at the School of Podcasting. And people have been taking advantage 
of that opportunity. And I thank you all who have been doing that. I thank you, even if you don't want to join the School of Podcasting, do it anyway. I'll give you a coupon. You can ignore it. And then you also, I will send you a link where you can get more free stuff. Ohio PR 40, Tascam recorders, Amazon business card, Amazon business cards, Amazon gift cards, all sorts of fun stuff we're giving away. And so I said, hey, this is a big deal. I want, number one, I wanted people, I wanted to support Chris Kermitsos, Neil Galarte, uh, Willie Harper, all the guys on the Messengers team, Ralph, uh, John Buchanan, John Buchanan, it's not John Buchanan, he's uh, the audio editing guy, um, John, that guy, from John Dennis from uh, Podcasters Hangout, the whole crew. And I was like, what can I do to prove people that I really want you to get this movie? So I saw the release of The Messengers as an opportunity to do something different for the School of Podcasting. So I took advantage of that. And that's where you get the 40% coupon. That, by the way, ends on the 23rd. When it comes out and it's out, we want that thing to, to come out at number one. So if you send that to me on August 24th, number one, I'm going to be at Podcast Movement. I won't be checking my email a whole lot, but that's it. That's that, that coupon doesn't work on the 24th. And I mean that. Okay. The one thing I have is integrity. You got to do that by the 23rd. The 24th. Do you hear me? 24th. That doesn't work. So I don't want to be, don't make me be a mean guy. Get that to me by the 23rd. So that is an opportunity. And so I was thinking about it. There are days all the time that come up and about that you can take advantage of. And I didn't realize there's some really weird stuff. And so one is daysoftheyear.com. Another one is national calendar. No, I'm sorry, national day calendar. So as you listen to this, it is the 14th of August. Did you know it's national VJ day? Not VD day. That's a whole other thing. National VJ day. National Creamsicle Day. And there are links that you can click on this, like National VJ Day. And you're like, VJ, National VJ, that is the day uh, that Victory Over Japan Day, which that's what the J stands for, Japan. This was in 1945. It's VJ Day. So if you're doing a veteran show or something about military, uh, National Creamsicle Day is the 14th. Uh, August 15th, National Relaxation Day, National Lemon Meringue Pie Day, National 16th, uh, August National 16th, August 16th is Tell a Joke Day, as well as Roller Coaster Day, Roller Coaster, uh, Airborne Day is the 16th, National Rum Day, uh, the 17th Nonprofit, Massachusetts Day, I Love My Feet Day is August 17th Day, August, I'm, I'm so confused. Uh, National Thrip Shop Day is the 17th. Fajita Day is the 18th. Mail order. I feel like the guy in uh, uh, Bubba Shrimp. What was the name of that movie? Forrest Gump. Mail order day. Ice cream pie day. International bow day. Aviation day. Aviation day. There you go. So Max Flight from AirplaneGeeks.com. Max Trescott. Uh, Aviation News Talk. Com. Those guys might get into Aviation Day. And of course, we have our own day. If you go to International Podcast Day, that, of course, is September 30th. That's the day we kind of have deemed podcasting's birthday. Now, talk about opportunities. My buddy SP and Stephen Jean Rue, Jean, oh, I can't pronounce his name, Stephen, you know Stephen, over at the Gun to Geek Network, 
they bought the domain International Podcasting Day, and it goes to Gunna Geeks Live. So it's International Podcast Day, unless you want to go say hi to my buddy SP, which I thought was kind of interesting. And the last thing, sometimes, again, making your own opportunity is overcoming a fear. It's overcoming, and that fear might be the fear of rejection. And so I'm going to tell you about an opportunity that I don't know if I made it or if it just fell in my lap, but sometimes you got to go, well, what's the worst that could happen? They could say no. And so Dan Class, who does The Bitterest Pill at thebitterestpill.com, is being inducted into the Hall of Fame for Podcasters, the Academy of Podcasters Hall of Fame. And I love Dan Class. I've listened to Dan Class since the very first show, which is 2004. 2004. And so when I heard he was being inducted, I know some of the people over there, podcast movement, good old Jared Easley. There's one. Let's, let's, can we take a tangent in the middle of my tangent? Jared Easley and Dan Franks asked me at the very first podcast movement, they said, hey, we're going to start this thing. Would you be willing to come talk? And I said, well, what's it about? And they're like, podcasting. And I'm like, I'll be there. Didn't ask if I could get paid or anything like that. I'm like, no, I'll be there. Good. I've spoken at every single podcast movement. Why? Because when the opportunity shows up, you got to be able to deliver the goods. That's another thing. Always be ready to deliver the goods. So I've been able to speak at a lot of different events. Those are opportunities. And so here was one, Dan Class, and... I knew without even hearing it that Dan Class was going to be the kind of guy that was going to go, oh, man, how did I get inducted? And that's exactly what he said when Gary Leland contacted him and said, you've been inducted. You know, you're going in. And I was like, so I I reached out to those guys and I said, hey, I don't know what the policy is. I don't know if it's previous inductees that induct those people or what. But I would love, as a huge fan of the Bitterest Pill Show, to induct Dan Class. And if it's cool with Dan, it's cool with me. If you guys say no, it's perfectly fine. My feelings will not be hurt. I'm just throwing it out there. If it's a possibility that I could do this, I would be honored to induct Dan Class into the Academy of Podcasters Hall of Fame. Guess who's inducting Dan Class? into the Academy of Podcasters Hall. I am. It's going to be cool. Now, here again, you got to bring the goods. So what I'm not going to do is say, hi, I'm Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. That would be tacky. I might say I'm Dave Jackson and I'm honored to be here, but it's not a, it's not the opportunity to plug the school of podcasting. It is my opportunity to have a better um, it's an opportunity for me to meet more people and I get to meet Dan class and I've known, I've met him multiple times, but, um, that's an opportunity for me. And it's something that I can be kind of part of history. Now, if they had said no, okay, at least I can sleep at night knowing that I asked. So if you're sitting there thinking, maybe I should start a podcast. It's an opportunity for so many things. It's an opportunity to boost your self-confidence. Pat Flynn, 
Mike Murphy are just two people I can think of off the top of my head that have said, I'm a better speaker, both publicly, privately. I'm just, I have more confidence because every week I have to figure out what I'm going to say and get the words out of my mouth. We've had multiple people come on here and say, I get to talk to people that I should never be talking to, but because I have a podcast, I had the opportunity to talk to blank. I have people, uh, Jay Moore is a comedian. He was in Jerry Maguire. He's a radio host for Sports Talk uh, Radio. He's a stand-up comedian. And he's going through or has gone through a divorce and is going through a very rough time right now. And he just did a solo episode and he explained how his fans are keeping him sane. Because from what I understand, it's not a pretty divorce. His wife has issues and there are children involved. And it's just as if I've never gone through that myself with with children that were mine and sharing a wife, but it's a horrible situation. And his fans have just been reaching out to him and when he's on Periscope and just lifting him up. That's an opportunity to connect with people that will always have your back, that believe the same things you believe, that want to know what you know, and they're there for the ride. Now, obviously, there's an opportunity to promote your products and services, which can lead to money. Uh, Darren talked about opportunities to speak because people see you as a uh, an expert. I know some people really shy away from that that word expert, but it's true. So I'm just here today, and we're going to wrap it up with this, to um, just point out that podcasting is a huge, huge opportunity for learning because you can also start a podcast for six weeks and go, um, okay, well then, you know, that that wasn't for you. You don't have to wonder, you know what, should I, should I have started a podcast back then or not? I know when I graduated from high school, I was a pretty good guitar player for some little 18 year old kid. Uh, Cause I was, uh, I remember once I went to Georgia and I was 15, and there was a guy there that that played in clubs. It was a friend of my brother's and um, owned a recording studio, really talented guy, super talented band. And I remember at the age of 15, they pulled me up on stage to just jam along with them. And so I, there was always a voice in my head that said, I should probably, like when I get out of high, high school, I should move to California and join Guns N' Roses or whatever. Of course, this would be before Guns N' Roses, but, and I never did. I never thought it was that good. And uh, that's always been something I've always thought, I wonder what would have happened had I moved to California, gone to the Sunset Strip, found a band, grown my hair, et cetera, et cetera. Don't know. But I, and I don't regret that. But that is something that there, there was an opportunity there. You know, I could have made an opportunity. I could have called. I could have whatever. And so I'm just saying, hey, that if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, I would really love to help you and not only help you, but help you go in the right direction because I see people that are starting in the wrong direction. I see people that are getting hung up on things they shouldn't get hung up on. And it's my goal to say, look, you know what? You bought a really good microphone. 
So you can just move on. That step is done. And just let's, let's move on to like, what's episode one going to be about? Let's work on that together and see what's going on. So I thank you so much for tuning in. And there's one last thing I really, 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 really want to thank you for is for, and I'm going to say at least eight years. This is one of those things, speaking of uh, things you regret, if you get nominated for something, you should probably write it down somewhere. I have been nominated, I believe, eight times now for different shows. Some of them were uh, for this show. I know this show's been nominated probably at least five times. I know the Jillian Michael show's been nominated. I know my Feeding My Faith show has been nominated. But uh, the School of Podcasting has made the slate for the technology category of the podcast awards. And now it's up to a panel of people to vote. I'm up against all my friends, which is kind of cool. I'm up against She Podcast, so that's my buddy Elsie Escobar. I'm up against Daniel J. Lewis in the Audacity to Podcast. I'm up against Chris Curran, Curran, not Curran, Curran of the Podcast Engineering Show. I'm up against Steve Lee, Waves of Tech, and a bunch of other folks. And I am happy to be nominated again. I haven't won this thing yet, but it's an opportunity for me to be seen. And we shall see. I know uh, I have to record a uh, speech in the event I win that they will then play. I believe is how that works. I'll have to ask Todd. Todd Cochran from Blueberries, the man behind that. But I want to thank you because that wouldn't have happened without you sending in your thing saying, hey, let's put Dave up there. So I, I do deeply, deeply, deeply appreciate it. The other thing I want to mention is I mentioned how, I, you know, I do a, a question of the month. And this question of the month is going to happen at the beginning of September because of podcast movement. Podcast movement, if you're like, what? Is, he keeps mentioning this thing. It's August 23rd. So it's like, it's next week. Isn't that crazy? It's next week in Anaheim, California. If you haven't got your ticket yet and you want to go, SOP 10 will get you 10% off. It's going to be a great time. And uh, my question this month was, have you ever had somebody attempt to get on your show and we're just, I, I've come up with a new name for this. It's called an um, yeah, no. And what this is, is somebody, so this could be whatever it is. It could be an interview. If somebody's tried to do something with your podcast and you went, um, yeah, uh, no. I want to hear about it because we've had some people, I know Glenn the Geek sent me an email about somebody trying to have him as a guest and it was a, um, yeah, uh, no. And so we're going to kind of have fun with this. I need these in by Friday, August 1st. And again, what is this? It's an opportunity for you to say, hey, Dave, this is Skip from the whatever, uh, water and gun show dot com, blah, blah, blah. It's a way for you not to blatantly just do a 20 minute plug, but you can say, Hey, this is the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. This is Dave from the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. You can find me at LogicalLoss.com where we talk about ways to eat less and exercise more. And my um, yeah moment is blank. It's an opportunity. Not going to bring you a million subscribers, but it's more exposure. And as we found out last week with Philip Keller, you'd never know who's listening. It might be somebody really, really big. So that's what we're calling it now. An um, yeah, uh, no moment. 
in your podcast. If you've had any one of those, we'd love to hear about it. And why was it a um, yeah, no moment? And my goal here is maybe we can learn a little bit about how to approach each other so that maybe it's a um, yeah, heck yeah moment. So thanks so much for tuning in. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. I really, really, really hope to work with you in the future. If you want the big coupon, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash the messengers, pre-order the movie, take a screenshot, email me the screenshot, Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. And in the subject line, put, I have a message and then your name. And you know what? Here's the interesting thing I liked. I'm I Originally, that was a regret. I'm like, ooh, that's too many steps. The cool thing is people that are actually doing that, and people are doing it, thank you very much to all the new people, is it's letting me know these people really do want a podcast. Because usually, I've done that in the past. I remember I did a Black Friday sale, and I had a bunch of people sign up, and they signed up because it was cheap, and none of them made a single podcast because they really didn't want to go through all the, you know, the, it was, yeah, you know what I mean by that. So, and that will give you a coupon. Now, if you don't want to go through all that, you can use the coupon code LISTENER, L-A-S-T-E-N-E-R. That'll give you a little bit off. Not 40% off like the one if you purchase the Messenger. So I'm really looking forward to that because that, again, is coming out the following week. And we want that movie to come out on iTunes at number one. So thanks so much for tuning in. And until next week, class is dismissed. All right, Dave, where is it? You said there was a story about calling on a mentor, and I just realized I never included it, so I'm putting it here. I, as you know, if you're a regular listener, I have a new new old car, and I went to put my bike rack on the new old car and just couldn't get the thing to fit. I'm, uh, it's, I mean, how much is it? You put it on the trunk, you strap it down and things, but this strap doesn't fit there, and it's still kind of swooshing around, and I'm like, I was like, well, this is stupid. The the bike shop that I bought this from is about, yeah, maybe two miles away. And I'm sure they could put this on in about four seconds. Drove up to the bike shop, said, hey, I bought this about two years ago. What's your new car? Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. Guy follows me out of the parking lot. Says, oh, yeah, this strap goes here right by your taillight. Oh, man. Don't know how I missed that. All right. And there it is. So if you're doing something with podcasting and you're like, I, this RSS with the, the feed stitch, wait, the book chat, what, who that's what I'm here for. And I could be the guy that has you go, Oh, now I get it. So when in doubt, get a mentor, trust me, it was, uh, and they didn't even charge me for it. But if they had said, look, we need 10 bucks, I would have done it because I'd already wasted about 10 minutes making sure I didn't scratch my trunk trying to put this thing on. And I'm like, this is stupid. So I drove two miles, took me all of maybe five, 10 minutes, went to the shop, found a guy who's done this a million times. He follows me out to the parking lot. Oh yeah. You got to put this here. And this, this thing goes right by the tail light. And I went, Oh, now I get it. Tighten up the straps. We're good to go. Didn't charge me a thing. I would have gladly paid them 10 bucks because my forehead was getting a little flat from banging my head against the wall. So if that's you, if you're like, I don't understand this feed thing and how do I get into iTunes? And if you need some one-on-one consulting, schoolofpodcasting.com slash schedule, 
you can see what my calendar is. Let's sit down. Let's get you straightened out. Let's get you going in the right direction. If you need a mentor, I would love to help you. So that's the mentoring story. Thanks so much. Now back to King's X.